welcome back to To Some Extent. I have a very special guest here today, one of my best friends, Edie Flood. Hey guys. <laughs> I'm actually so excited to be here. I do listen to this podcast every week. Um, it's a part of my morning routine, and I'm just excited that I get to be on it. I know, so introduce yourself. We met in college. Yes. Um, One thing I was thinking about today, which like we've never talked about, isn't it kind of crazy? We met sophomore year or like became close sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And then we just like went into COVID. I know. Do you know what I mean? And then we got really close during COVID. Yeah. And like. that's what I think is like so weird is I would say like our five like close friends from our sorority, like we all became close right before COVID. Yeah. And then like built a friendship during COVID, which I think is like really weird. We so met abnormal. through... CU going to college at CU and yes. then we were in the same sorority and we lived in the house sophomore year but we but, weren't friends first semester yeah. I would say and it was like I remember it was St. Patrick's Day yes sophomore year we all went out and then like <laughs> that next day I swear to god we all went home like, <laughs> my dad picked me up at like 7 a.m that next morning no and we I remember we were all like a little bit traumatized because I guess oh, we got for sure exposed to COVID that day yeah. too and no one really knew what COVID was, so we all thought this is the end. We were going to be, like, on our death. We also all thought we were coming back to school, which was, like, really oh, yeah. weird. It was, like, a two-week, like, go home for two <laughs> yeah. weeks. And we had, like, that Cabo trip planned. Oh, Do my God. that? I know. I wasn't going to that, but, like, I remember you guys were, like, we're still going. I'm, like, mm, Yeah, no. I don't think you guys are. And we ended <laughs> You're up going home that. for literally, what, eight months? Yeah, no, Six I just think months. it's, like, so crazy to think back and, like, one of my best friends, like, we became best friends during COVID. I know. Where we would Zoom. I feel like it was also because, like, we didn't have much to do. Like, we the bars were closed, <laughs> the restaurants were closed, so we were always at each other's houses, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Doing class together, doing homework together. Yeah. Obviously, like, go, like having parties, whatever. Totally. And now we're in Denver together, which is awesome. I know. It's so just it's nice. Fun. Yeah, but I guess to introduce myself, um, I'm Edie. I'm from California. Um, I'm 22 years old. And yeah, I, Avery and I met through college. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, we've just been close ever since. And now we're like basically neighbors in Denver. I know. It's really fun. We, a bunch, I guess it's like us, Lex, and then my, I guess they know Nolan, my mm-hmm. boyfriend Nolan, he was on the podcast last or two weeks ago or yeah. something. Um, we all have, like, our own street next to each other, which is, like, really fun. So, Highly recommend. <laughs> I know. It's definitely, like, I don't know, adjusting from college and, like, going to each other's houses every day. It's been really nice to just be all in, like, a little neighborhood. So, yeah, I how, would recommend that. How is that transition for you going? I don't know. I feel like I, not to be, like, I'm not, like, other 22-year-olds, but, like, I definitely think that I was ready to not, like, leave the people at college, but... Mm-hmm. I think I was ready to leave the lifestyle. Like the atmosphere. Yeah. The environment. <laughs> I, I feel like I've slowed down a little bit. Um, I mean, all my friends know I just, like, don't really enjoy drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that I don't enjoy, like, being social. Right. But it's more just, like, I don't know. Like, for me, like, I would rather go to a restaurant and get, like, really good food than go to a bar where I, like, can't hear my friends talk. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like, not... Um, like judging any of my friends like all my friends love going out and like I support them I just like it's just not my thing so I think coming out of college it's been nice in the sense that I don't think there's as much pressure to go out Mm -hmm. um but it's also like sad because it's just so different like not being with your friends every day Mm -hmm. like the small moments too um obviously like not all of our friends are here so that sucks that's like the biggest (laughs) change I feel like too is going from having a huge friend group to yeah all of our friends kind of around being separate yes and it's just hard to like even like adjusting to a nine-to-five job like it's really hard to keep in contact and I know like all of our friends time doesn't do anything like I don't know that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense but like where's we still pick up where we left off if we yeah. haven't talked for a bit right um but like our friends were weirdly close like we would be together every single day every second <laughs> um so just the adjustment of the two extremes are has been weird Mm -hmm. but I would think like I don't know just being someone that kind of likes to chill out and just like I think I've become way more introverted since leaving college which is just pretty interesting but I feel like that's also healthy because it's like you're 
priorities shift too which I've totally. talked about in other episodes it's like you're right now it's the nine to five now it's like getting yeah. into an adult routine and yeah the environment we were in in college was just not real life totally not, it was like fine and fun no but it wasn't real right um, <laughs> and I also do think like towards the end of college not that I felt out of place mm-hmm. because like I could not ask to be like with better people like mm-hmm. I'm so close to everyone still whatever but like just my mindset of like not really being into like drinking as much going out and like um yeah I just like felt like I wasn't I guess always like doing what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um just because I wanted to like be with everyone but I think it's nice to just kind of I don't know maturing for me is realizing that like I can still go out even and just mm-hmm. like not I don't need to be drunk right like it's not anything like any other reason I don't drink besides like I literally don't even like the taste of alcohol yet <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like the way it makes me feel like yeah. I don't like being hungover um but that's not to say like other people have different experiences mm-hmm. um but I think maturing is realizing that I can still be social without drinking no, and I think and I that's think like that's an interesting point probably relatable for other people too yeah. like I feel like drinking is such a social thing like you feel like you have to do it to be social but you don't totally I know we went out like last weekend and I was I mean I have some like stuff going on so I wasn't drinking but I mean I was fully sober yeah. and I was out for like 10 hours with you guys and you're and also fine it's funny that you think you're an <laughs> introvert because i think you're an extrovert i know but it also might just because we're like best friends so it's like no it's like weird because i'm an extrovert with people i'm comfortable with right. but if i just met someone on the street i think i sometimes come across as like cold mm-hmm. because i'm like kind of shy but then i'm also not it's different moods it's it's not consistent it's funny because like our close friend group from college too always kind of had this conversation of like we go around being like what do you think you are and you always say the opposite of what you actually are yeah at least to other people yeah it's like the way you not to like bring this into astrology and stuff but like (laughs) um, not to be that person but you can like look at it like your sun your moon and your rising Mm -hmm. and your rising is like how you present yourself i think i actually don't know what i'm saying but like i think you're (laughs) you know more than me i love this stuff though (laughs) i think your rising is like how you present yourself to other people and my rising is sagittarius so Mm -hmm. it's very like go with the flow adventurous like stuff like that whatever but then my moon which is pretty interesting because I know you're a Scorpio, a Scorpio, mm-hmm. which I don't even know what that really means, but I'm assuming that's like your inner self, and I'm mm-hmm. assuming mine is like, I don't know. It's not as extroverted yeah. as maybe how like I am in social settings right? and with people. I think it's just interesting how you see yourself versus like how other people do too. I know, because I do think that like if you guys were to answer that question about me, you would say I'm very extroverted. Yeah, because if we're at dinner, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking, talking the whole time. I'm talking like, the entire time. It's not like you're sitting there and you're quiet. No. But I get what you're saying. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like that. Obviously, meeting people is a whole different experience compared to being, like, with a very close-knit yeah. friend group. So I understand where you're coming I from. I think you're you're pretty similar to me, too. It's like you're very talkative and extroverted yes. when you meet someone. But you're also someone that, like, really needs their alone time. Mm-hmm. I know it's like crazy it's just weird it's definitely a whole episode on that (laughs) i know i think it's interesting i think the astrology stuff i don't know i like to believe it because i think it's fun i mean i don't know how much it's true but like it's kind of cool to see like the way you see yourselves versus how other people see you and stuff like that i feel like there's like bad stigmas around it too but i'm also into it i have that app like co-star and And i and you look at your friends yeah and it's i think what i like about it is it never says anything negative no you know what i mean it's always something positive so why not or it's like like, if it it. is negative it's like it's only temporary like Mm -hmm. it's not saying like this sucks about you and like you can't fix it it's like maybe it's going like a hard time you're going through but like there's always a resolution or like Mm -hmm. you can get through which i think is like pretty cool (laughs) i guess like in a hard time (laughs) it could give people hope (laughs) at the bar last weekend Edie was at the bar like with our new guy friend too <laughs> reading him is like he's like who's a psycho because he was sitting there like oh i don't know my sign you're like when's your birthday oh you're a virgo or yeah no yeah <laughs> your moon is this no yeah i loved it i was like dying which is like first of all i just want to make a disclaimer i'm not that person that's like i meet someone and it's like what is your sign no, he, asked, he asked he asked but yes <laughs> i do love that kind of conversation i just love like I mean, Nuts and I could go... Oh, Nuts is Avery. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
That's her nickname. Um, I have lots of nicknames. Yeah, that's one of her nicknames. But we could go, I think, like, talk about for, like, 10 hours. Like, our spiritual stuff. Stuff like that. But that's definitely, like, a conversation that I, like, I enjoy. We'll have to do another episode on that. But for today, I did want to get into beauty and cooking. <laughs> I feel like we just went on such a tangent. I know. But, like, it happens. It's okay. Um, I did want to talk to you today about beauty and cooking because yes. those are two things I honestly associate you with like anytime I'm in Sephora who am I calling you <laughs> I know like, I know if I'm out of recipes who am I calling you I think it's so funny too I I think I've just a lot of the times in my friendships I've always been like the person that Shay for example I, that's our one of our friends but I would always do her hair before we go out and like stuff like that that's just kind of like I enjoy that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and Um, I think that has to do a lot with me growing up, Mm -hmm. um, but also just, like, finding something that I'm interested in. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just to give context, I guess, my, both of my parents, um, are in the beauty industry. My dad, or I guess was, my dad does wallpaper now, but he's a photographer and he did Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, fashion and beauty photography and my mom is a model. So I grew up, like, kind of around all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where I first started liking that or just seeing it. Um, in our old house, like, re- when we moved to California, my dad had a studio in the back of it. So he would do, like, his photo shoots and stuff there. Okay. So I really, like, I don't know. I remember I would be, like, sitting watching TV and someone would walk in being like, it's time to get your hair cut. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay. So I'd like, go get my hair cut by these awesome people that are, like, right. doing hair and makeup. Um, and just kind of, like being around that or I guess seeing that is something that like interests me but I wouldn't say that really like put me into beauty okay I think that like solely which is I don't know if this is embarrassing or not but whatever YouTube is what made me like really like that's not embarrassing (laughs) I feel like I mean you guys have a YouTube so I I guess it's so (laughs) embarrassing um but like beauty gurus I don't know this was like when I was I think the first time like I first started watching when I was like 11 Mm mm-hmm I don't even know who I was watching, like random people, but I was fascinated with makeup and stuff because mm-hmm. I don't even think I was like owned makeup at that point. Yeah. Um, but I remember I had like a coin jar that I'd been saving up for like two years, I think. And I went to CVS and I put it in like the ca- coin to cash machine <laughs> and I got like 30 bucks or something in cash and I just like bought makeup. Mm-hmm. Like I- I'm sure it was like shitty makeup, but like it was popular at the time right. and I like started experimenting with it and then I just like I obviously was so bad at it in the beginning but that just kind of started um me like being interested in that kind of stuff and it started with makeup it didn't start Mm -hmm. with skincare okay but I would say now I'm more into like skincare Mm -hmm. than makeup um but yeah I think that's like an interesting point I don't know if like you feel this way too I think that a lot of stuff I learned, and I know you didn't have TikTok for a while. Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff that I've learned about, like, beauty and stuff has to do with social media or mm-hmm. just media in general. Like, yeah. whether that's, I don't know, like, watching YouTube videos about makeup or, like, watching TikToks about, like, what products yeah. to buy. Like, I think that social media can be really, obviously, harmful in some ways and toxic, but mm-hmm. I think it also opens a door to like seeing new platforms and recommendations and stuff from people around the world that you may not Mm -hmm. have come across otherwise so I think it's cool and that's definitely how I started like liking this stuff what about you I've never like been into it yeah like I still say I'm like really bad at it I know obviously how to do it to myself but there was no way in hell like anyone would come up to me and be like hey you do my makeup (laughs) that's that's a you thing you know what I'm saying I could do hair but I cannot do makeup. No, Avery is the one that always does all of our hair. Like, you curl her hair. Sometimes I'll do hair, but, like, yeah. I'm, like, someone will be, like, do my eyeshadow. And yeah. that's where I come into play. So, so we have like, our different strengths. hmm And I agree. Like, YouTube, I taught myself everything after YouTube. I was a dancer, so I think for makeup and hair, like, I kind of had to teach myself because I was dancing all the time and, like, recitals, whatever. You have to be all, like, the whole get-up. Yeah. No, I've seen that. Yeah. And it's, like, what? Red (laughs) lipstick and smoky eyes. Like, Like purple smoky eyeshadow or something. That's what I, like, knew and learned. But I think I learned a lot from my friends. Yeah. For, like, makeup-wise. And, yeah, I guess 
going back to like what you were saying about social media i think obviously it's a very visual thing makeup yeah so like seeing someone do it is super helpful i totally agree reading about it i could never know how to do it without with reading right I mean, I'm not a reader. Neither. Really? Whatever. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I don't want to be closed-minded. I wish I was a reader. I'm not. Um, I'm very visual. Yeah. So just seeing someone, like, even talk about a product, like, I need to see the product in order mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I want to buy that. Um, and obviously, like, not everything that everyone says on the internet is, is true. true. Right. But, like, take it with a grain of salt. I think it's, like, really interesting to So what are some of, like, the best products you've heard about and found and have? that you are like these are my holy grails okay my first holy grail which is like so simple is my CeraVe face cleanser okay I say that because I've struggled with acne I would say like starting maybe like the end of high school early college okay and I always thought that to fix acne you I mean I guess this works it's different for everyone's skin but I thought you need to get like an acne face wash yeah and harsh products like don't moisturize stuff like that I've went to a dermatologist because my skin was so bad and I they said just keep it super simple I think that's like a huge tip that I would give to Mm -hmm. people is the simpler the better like Mm -hmm. less is more you don't need to be like putting a ton of different products on your skin to hopefully like see results right um so CeraVe cleanser is super not not bland plain i guess it's just easy to get like i get what you're saying yeah you can go to the dermatologist and get um prescribed things yeah or even like kim kardashian's like 10 step it's like no one's gonna do that every night it's just not it's not not realistic and it doesn't work for everyone like kim kardashian has (laughs) i cannot like she's a queen i know she has great skin like i can't not say that but she also has had access to like maybe lasers or more things that not everyone does so that like isn't sustainable for everyone Mm -hmm. too like i can't i mean personally like i'm not gonna i'm born on a budget i'm not getting like a 10-step routine i know and i like what you said about simple is better yeah what it's face wash toner moisturizer like at least you can do it yeah keep it simple and just like keep it to that and do that exactly you know and i think a huge non-negotiable for me i I don't think I've done this in two years. I will. I don't care if I'm throwing I up about in the toilet, blacked out. I am not oh. going to not wash my face before bed. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sleeping my makeup. That is, like, a huge, huge, huge tip I would give to anyone. Like, I'm not saying, like, I obviously, like, have acne. Like, I'm not saying I have perfect skin. But, like, I just, like, you know the feeling when you wake up. Your eyelashes are stuck together. It's like you have to scrape it off. Your face is just, like, you just feel disgusting. Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah. I cannot do that. Um, another product that, first of all, I need to give a disclaimer for this entire episode. <laughs> the person, when you say your friends inspire me, my friend, shout out Ollie Lubeski, I would be nothing without her. Really? In health, beauty, wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, she is just like a genius. Obviously, like, I don't know. I've like beauty stuff. Like I figured that out myself too, but mm-hmm. like Ollie is going to um nutrition school right now she just is really knowledgeable and she has helped me so much one product she's recommended me which has changed my skin is i slug every single night i slug <laughs> wait what no, no no it's cerave healing oh. ointment slugging is when you put like it's essentially <laughs> aquaphor i know that sounds weird but like you do look like a, I it's like it a glazed a product donut. it was i slug and i was like i've never heard of that no it's I not okay. but like maybe it is i don't know i put basically like aquaphor i do my whole skincare routine like wash my face do my serums do my mm-hmm. like acne stuff do my moisturizer <laughs> i put like literally aquaphor in my face every single night mm-hmm. i can't say this is gonna work for everyone i honestly don't know but like being in colorado it is rough yeah, out here it's so dry. <laughs> it is so dry um so that's really helped me okay um yeah, that's, like, a product I couldn't live without. I could not live without a humidifier. Yeah, same. I think, like, you feel this way, too. Like, I can't explain it. You, If I don't have my humidifier on, I wake up, my skin's dry, mm-hmm. my hands are dry, my feet are dry, my throat <laughs> is so dry, and my eyes are dry, I can't go back to sleep. <laughs> like, not... I'm so dramatic, so I'm definitely being dramatic right now, but, like, I actually can't. No, but you, you've always hated being dry. I do not like being dry. 
Wait, did you have a humidifier in California, like, when you lived? No. So it's just being in Colorado. I remember freshman year, I was in my dorm, and I was waking up at 6 in the morning. This is so... I'm about to sound like a crazy person. I was waking up at 6 in the morning, crying, texting my mom, saying, I'm so dry, I cannot do this. Like, I I wake up dry. I have this weird thing. Everyone's going to think this is so weird. I can't sleep without feet moisturizer. Why? I don't know. I wake up, and I'm uncomfortable. I would. I woke up all the time in freshman year, and I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And she was like, you have to get a humidifier. And I got one, and I sleep so much better. Game changer. It is. It's also like, think, I don't know. I don't want my skin to just be like sitting dry when I mm. sleep. Like, I feel like, I don't know any science behind this, to be honest. But I feel like there's like the moisture in the air. It's like going into your no, skin. It is. Your hair. Just day to day, everything. I know, I've realized, like, my hair is getting really dry. My hair is getting so... That's, like, I used to have really blonde hair. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the reasons, too, why I went dark is because, like, bleaching your hair, being in Colorado, like, yeah. I can't. I can't. My hair is, like, pretty healthy, but... Yeah. Um, it's just... Everything's so dry. So, like, <laughs> I can't do that. Like, you have to hydrate, all that stuff, but it's, I'd say humidifier. I was about to say, that's not something I would think about... I mean, obviously living here, I think about it, but before I moved here, that's not something I'd think about for, like, health and, like, skincare no. and, like, hair care is a humidifier. I swear I didn't even know what a humidifier was mm -hmm. before we lived here. Yeah. Um, but I would say that, I'm trying to think, like, what other stuff. How about any, like, beauty products, makeup, or, because I know I see all the TikToks of, like, <laughs> get ready with me, and they're doing, like, I know. this is my... Like, my, it's, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't even do that. <laughs> okay, this is like I, the first thing that popped into my head for makeup mm -hmm. is I'm like, if I could only have one product for the rest of my life, it would be mascara. Like, mm -hmm. I'm nothing without my mascara. I say that because, I mean, if I'm being honest with everyone, I'm not the type of girl that's just gonna like roll out of bed and like feel good about myself. Like, yeah. I need to get ready. Yeah. My eyelashes are blonde. So, like, mascara is essential. I mm -hmm. love the L'Oreal telescopic one. I've been using it for like four years. I've mm -hmm. recommended it to everyone I know. Okay. That is the best. I know mascara is my, I like, I feel like yeah. even you could wake up and not do anything else, but put mascara on it and you somewhat feel a little bit more put together. If you know? I, yeah, if I could, I mean, obviously I want all my makeup products, but if I could only have three, I would say it's mascara. Mm-hmm. Like, blush, mm -hmm. but for blush, not that I use it as blush, but I would combo. Another product I recommend is the Benetint. I think, like, all of our friends know that that's, like, my shit. Like, the <laughs> Benetint for my lips. It just, yeah. like, adds a color. I always have it on. Um, and then I love to put, like, gel up my eyebrows. Okay. Um, I forget what it's called. I don't know. I don't do it in my That, like, my glue. The got yeah. to be hair gel oh, and you like yeah, gel yeah. them up okay i love doing that okay um so yeah those are like three products your rider I would dies say my rider dies but i also have like 50 million products in my routine yeah let's go through okay can you like a you night have, routine like, yeah i was about to say do you have like a morning routine and a night routine that you like stick through yes yeah i'm a very routine person and i'm kind of crazy about it that's a good thing to have though yes and like bring with you throughout life like, like that's not like a bad thing to have yes before i, think it's a I good, like habit. yeah before i forget another tip that like my mom has always told me and like everyone and their mother has told me mm -hmm. like sunscreen is a non-negotiable yeah. for me on my face mm -hmm. yes do i like go tan in the summer of course <laughs> I, I live for that um i mean do it i guess i'm don't take my advice for the tanning. I always tan, but I always have face sun lotion on. That is so important. And down yeah, your neck, too. I agree. That's another non-negotiable for me. My night and morning routines. I'm going to start with my night. Okay. So I think my night routine is more I like interesting. I'm really excited about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I was talking to our friends the other day, and I was like, what's everyone's morning and night routine? Because I like learning this about people. Um, something I've been listening to a podcast called The Skinny Confidential. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've, have you listened to it? A few episodes. Okay. I'm not like big into it, but I do need a new podcast. So I'll it is it so, it's just like all about health mm -hmm. and beauty and wellness and like just living your best life. I just love it. Um, one thing that they said that really stuck with me that I didn't realize that I did mm -hmm. is like my routines at night. Like I want all of my senses to be like comfortable, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, scent, 
I always like always have my diffuser going with like okay. lavender or something. I have a candle going. Mm-hmm. Like comfort comfort, I guess mm-hmm. like touch. Right. I have like soft blankets, like my matching PJ sets. Yeah. All that stuff. Um sight, something that's all I taught me too is having red light in your room instead of having like bright lights over mm-hmm. you at night is really important. Interesting. Just to like calm yourself down. Okay. I don't know. I'm like really I mean, I go to bed at, like, 8.30 at this point, but I really need to be, like, in a chill environment before yeah. bed. And, like, I don't care if I'm sleeping or not. Like, I just like to be chill, and I like to be comfortable, and mm-hmm. I like to be happy and peaceful. Um, so just making sure all my senses are happy, like, taste, obviously, eat a good dinner, right. go to bed. Um, for sound, I guess. Yeah. Um, something that I've been doing recently, first of all, I'm not saying, like, my night routine is that good. Like, I definitely watch TikToks up until I go to bed. Okay. I wish I was a reader. Mm -hmm. We said that earlier. Like, I I can't, like, say that everything I do I suggest. Mm -hmm. But um, something that I've recently started meditating, which has been really helpful for me. um, And doing a sleep meditation is really helpful, too. Okay. Um, So I just, like, play something on Spotify. You can set, like, a sleep timer. Like a... Is it just... The sounds that help you meditate? Or it's like, like someone talking. Guided. It's okay. guided. Guided. Um, and it, I think it literally makes you fall asleep in like 10 minutes. So yeah. that's really nice too to just have oh, that going nice. to bed too and just like not being on my phone until mm-hmm. I'm like about to close my eyes. Um, but yeah, having like my my senses comfortable, um, winding down, it's just really nice. Obviously, I go hang out with Nolan, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he usually goes to bed earlier than me and I like to have like a moment. Alone. Alone. No offense, Nolan. <laughs> you're you're the best um but it's nice for me to like do my skincare and then get in bed and put on my foot lotion and my hand lotion <laughs> and everything um one thing that's also i added to my routine too is i sleep in a silk like bonnet and really yes and i say that because when i slug my face like I can't sleep when my hair is, like, on me. I don't Wait, like that. Wait, so you that. sleep with the aquifer on? Yes. It's not, like, a mask and no, you take it No, 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 no. How does that not get everywhere? Well, the bonnet, I guess. I guess the bonnet. But the bonnet's been only two weeks with the bonnet. Okay. But um, it just makes my... I don't know. I have really straight hair. So do you. Mm-hmm. So when I put it in a ponytail and I wake up, there's, like, a bump in it. Right. And the bonnet, if you put it all in... It just makes your hair stay nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just helps with, like, a morning routine, too, not having to do your hair every right. day for work. Um, but it's also, like, I just think about, for some reason, it just really grosses me out, thinking about, like, if my hair is oily, yeah, going on my pillow, mm-hmm. where, like, I move around and my face goes on my pillow, like, mm-hmm. that concept just, like, is not for me. Like, I don't <laughs> like that. Um, so that's been something I've added to my routine, which I really do enjoy. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of, like... I mean, I, I don't really do much. Some, I work out sometimes after I eat, which is kind of new for me, but I like recently, which I know we're going to like get into food and stuff, but recently I feel like before I would love my dinner so much that I would eat until I'm stuffed to the freaking brim and I couldn't fit <laughs> anything else in my body and I'm uncomfortable. Recently, I've been eating more until I'm full, mm-hmm. but not like uncomfortably full. Okay. I'm like satisfied. Yeah. So I'm not overeating. So then I can still go to the gym and I just have energy and it's just yeah. is nice. Um, so that's what I've been doing like literally for the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been really good for me. But yeah, just kind of like chilling out at night. Like I yeah. really need that time to chill out. Yeah. Especially, especially like, with my job. I'm talking all day. I was about to say, especially like working full time. Yeah. It's nice just to like. Oh yeah. Do anything. And like being on the phones. I mean, I'm, I recruit right now. So being on the phones, like I'm talking 24 like, seven, mm-hmm. like just to kind of be quiet and just be peaceful is great and then same kind of goes for the mornings i do not like waking up and being in a rush i would rather wake up earlier and get ready slowly okay i do not like i don't like being rushed are you a morning person though i used to not be able to wake up earlier than like 11 a.m mm-hmm. i wake up now early like i think i've become a morning person because of work but i like nights better so okay. i don't really know i'm like fine i can wake up early now is what i'm trying yeah. to say but I wake up probably at like 5 30 if I'm going into the office which mm-hmm. sounds really early but I need like a second to go on my phone in the morning yeah. and then get up and I always have a podcast on usually it's to some extent 
shout out you guys um, but yeah i'm listening to a podcast i do not like being in the silence when i'm waking up okay like when i'm getting ready doing my makeup like i like listening to things learning things i feel like i'm always like texting avery and lex at like five in the morning like asking them questions about something they said on the podcast they're probably like who i'm not even awake yet like who is this psycho um but yeah i do that I just don't... I think that being stressed in the morning sets the tone for your whole day. Like, my cortisol levels will go through the roof. Right. Like, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be stressed. Um, So, just kind of slowing down in the morning is really nice. I always have my bone broth. Okay. um, Which is something I've been doing recently. I need to start that. Yeah. I don't, like, know all the benefits. It's really good for your gut and stomach. Um, I also think it's... I think it's good for, like, inflammation I like it too because I don't want to have a huge meal at like five in the morning when I wake up. Okay. But I like kind of holds you over. Yeah, it ties you over. Because I don't want to just like unnecessarily eat. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy what I'm eating, not I just agree. like stuffing my face. Yeah. Um. So it's really good to hold you over. It just like is nice. If you guys love gold jewelry as much as I do, you have to check out Slide Jewels. Slide Jewels is a jewelry brand that crafts contemporary and affordable pieces from high-quality stainless steel. From earrings, necklaces, rings, and bracelets, Slide has pieces for everyone. Use code to some extent to get 30% off your purchase. That's T-W-O-S-O-M-E-E-X-E-N-T. Links and promo code will be in the show notes, so check it out. Let's get into food and yeah. cooking. Yeah. You've always been really good at cooking and, like, having us over for meals. Yeah. Like, even in college. Like, I've recently <laughs> gotten into cooking, but college, like, no. And you've always, yeah. I feel like, been good at it. So, how did you get into that? So, I, my parents are big foodies. Like, okay. my dad is such a good cook. Shout out Don. He's amazing. I don't think I had the option of being a picky eater when I was little. Okay. Like, I came out of the womb eating, like, Indian food and Cajun Mm -hmm. crap. Like, I, when I was three years old, I think I would have my birthday dinners at Indian restaurants, like, (laughs) eating curry. Uh, My favorite foods are, like, Indian food, Cajun crab, Thai food, Mm -hmm. sushi. Just, like, my least favorite food is American food. Yeah. Like, I like flavorful food. Different cuisines. Um yeah love mexican food too love love (laughs) but my dad i think a lot of has to do with my parents like my mom and my dad they're foodies they always like kind of at a young age allowed my sister and i to experiment with food um and yeah that would just kind of be like my family's thing like i remember when my parents got divorced like my dad would take my sister and i on food adventures Mm -hmm. um and we would literally drive like over an hour to eat and then we'd wait an hour and we just, like, I don't care. Like, we love food, so I will, like, wait for food. Yeah. Um, and now I just think that food and cooking... I remember, like, I... When I was, like, five years old, I had, like, Edie's, like, secret guacamole recipe. And, like, Aww. I... I know. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> I love cooking. Like, I just have always loved cooking. Um, and I think that cooking is also, like, a really big, like, almost, like, therapy. I yeah. Co- should probably be in real therapy. But, like, cooking is, like, a really good outlet to... I don't know like my whole family's creative my dad's photography my mom's mm-hmm. modeling my sister's a painter like I didn't have that mm-hmm. so I think food is the way that I'm creative yeah I like that yeah I feel like too I found this this year just taking a second again like not working not going to work out not talking to anyone it's just like mm-hmm. fully so like focus on food and cutting things and just being alone yes kind of but also sharing it too like we do our little dinners every week and yes it's a great like social thing but also i get what you're saying like it's very therapeutic to just take a second and like and that's something i wanted to talk about too a good tip that i'd say like we have as a friend group first of all like avery and i were used to what being together every single day like with a nine to five job like that is not realistic and that sucks like that's a part of growing up that it's like a hard pill to swallow yeah like that sucks um so what our friends like our just close-knit group of friends have Mm -hmm. done recently is we started doing every three weeks we switch off households Mm -hmm. on like making dinner for everyone every monday um so it's like first of all a good thing to like start the week off like Mm -hmm. make mondays more fun like we have our dinner it gives us something to look forward to at least like for me on a monday i'm like shit 
no and it's like fun <laughs> too like i find it interesting for example like to have your filipino food or like mm-hmm. lex's um great what is it like grape jelly yeah his, meatballs it's like, like his mom's recipe and they're so good and mm-hmm. i've never heard of anyone making that or like jake jones's meat pies or whatever Australian <laughs> meat pies. i know it's cool because we all have like tied kind of like our culture into it but mm-hmm. also got us all to cook because it's like you can cook for yourself and it's like okay i don't care what i make myself yeah. it could be yeah shrimp and that's it you you love care your shrimp. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you care a lot about when you're cooking and what you're cooking when it's for other people which totally. i've learned it's like i want this to be good yeah, and Avery brought up, like, we were with her friends the other week, I think, and she was like, what is everyone's love language? Mm-hmm. And for a second, I was, like, thinking about mine, and I think that one of the ways that I show my love for people is, mm-hmm. like, I don't, like, I don't think my love language is when people do things for me. Maybe no one will say otherwise, because I always ask them to do things yeah. for me. Um, but I like to cook for people. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's how I show people I care. Like, even, like, junior year of college, I would come mm-hmm. over and just, like, cook people dinner. Yeah. And I just, like, enjoy that. Like, the feeling of making someone happy and, like, sharing, I guess, the love on, like, a good meal Mm -hmm. is really great. And I think that's, like, a way I show I care to people. I like that a lot. Yeah, but I don't know. I I don't like when people are, like, I'm not a good cook. Yeah. Because I don't – I think that's subjective. Like, I think everyone can be a good cook Mm -hmm. if they figure out what works for them. So, going into that, how do you – I guess what would you recommend to people who say they're not a good cook? Maybe don't have the time. Maybe just don't know where to start. Like, totally. Where did you learn how to cook? I actually don't even know. I think my dad. Okay. Or like my grandma, my mm-hmm. dad, my mom. So just like cooking I don't them. know where I learned to cook. The thing about me though is I like you know this too. I don't use like yes like maybe I'll use a recipe sometimes. But a lot of my cooking is like just my mind. Like I'm freestyling mm-hmm. kind of. So it's kind of hard for me to necessarily, like, for example, I have, like, a food account, but I don't put the recipes in because I don't have recipes, <laughs> which, like, I need to figure out. Um, but I think some people work better, too. Like, here's the thing. If you're following a recipe, I don't think you have to be a good cook mm-hmm. because you're just following instructions. Like, it's not hard. Right. I think the idea of cooking is intimidating to some people. I agree. Which is sad to me because it's so fun. Like, you don't need to make the same food every day. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fun to experiment. It's fun to try new things, um, try new cultures, too. Like, I would say, like, I don't know, being being able to just, like, eat a ton of different foods, I think, has opened my eyes into, like, other cultures and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like, even you cooking, like, Filipino food. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I had Filipino food before you Mm -hmm. did. So, I don't know. I just think... People saying that they're not good at cooking, I think that's very close-minded. I think it's, honestly, like, I never, I still don't consider myself, like, a good cook. Like, Mm -hmm. I do cook, though, you know? I think there's, like, people mix up, like, a good, like, I don't know. I think some people would say, like, a good cook can be someone who can just, like, cook without instruction. But I think there's also, like, still good cooks that Mm -hmm. don't really know what they're doing and just, like follow a recipe and that's what recipes are for i know and kind of going back to what you're saying about like beauty with social media i feel like recipes and social media is super helpful too. oh yeah since i've been back on tiktok i've followed food accounts and you know yeah like, on that side of tiktok and it's really easy and nice to just watch a quick video and they're telling you and explaining to you like how to cook something yeah and also if like i'm bored of my you know weekly monthly Rotation. Yeah, rotation. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's nice to find new recipes. So where do you find new recipes if you're kind of out or want something new? Definitely like TikTok, Instagram yeah. too. Like a lot of stuff I make, for example, like the, you know, like the Gigi Hadid pasta. Like yeah. that was a huge thing during quarantine. And that's so something good. I make like a lot. Like that's so good. It's so easy, but it's so good. Yeah. Or it's like, I also do like seeing something on TikTok and then like making your own spin to it. Yeah. So like. I don't know a lot of things that I eat like I like spicy food so Mm -hmm. I'll make something spicy or something like that Mm -hmm. um but again like social media has opened up my eyes to so much like Mm -hmm. even like different cultures and just seeing different food like there's so many things I wouldn't see because of that so I think it's a great great tool for cooking as well um 
Yeah, I would say social media is really great. TikTok, Instagram. I don't really follow that many food accounts on Instagram, but like they come up on my algorithm. Kind Are of. you on Pinterest at all? Okay, no, but I should be. I Pinterest. You love Pinterest. You I, always have. Yeah, I am a big Pinterest girl. I feel like you either are or you're not. I'm not. I think I got really into it because when I didn't have TikTok and I needed something still like creative and... That was your thing. Yeah. So I find a lot of my recipes, honestly, most of my recipes from there. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not on Pinterest. I also am the type of person, which like anyone around me can vouch for, I I don't like know what I want to eat until I have an extreme craving for Mm -hmm. it. Like I will be like, Nolan, I need Indian food and we will drive to Boulder and go to the buffet. (laughs) Like I am very like in the moment, kind of like what am I craving? Mm -hmm. So like, yes, I do plan out recipes and go to the store. Am I a good grocery store shopper? No, I'm not. I waste so much food. I'm working on that. That was New Year's resolution of mine. Um, but I am also like kind of spur of the moment. Like, what am I craving? Do you so it changes? Do you like go to the grocery store with like a like a set list, or do you just yes. kind of go and you like pick things? Here's the problem. Like Nolan and I will go have a list mm-hmm. of different things I want to cook. I do all the cooking. So you set like. <laughs> the week up like yes saying, okay monday i'm gonna make this tuesday yes. like okay but it never goes to plan and okay. i always like crave something right um sometimes i guess it goes to plan recently it's been going more to plan because i which i can talk about later i'm dealing with stomach issues so i can't really eat normally mm-hmm. so restaurants have been really hard for me but um yeah I mean, it's hard to, like, stay to plan, honestly. Yeah. Maybe that's, like, the Sagittarius in me. Like, I can't, like... If I want a food, I am not going to stop thinking about it. Yeah. No, I get like that, too. When I'm like, okay, I thought I was going to make steak tonight. And I'm like, actually, I want soup. Like, I, yes. I feel like that's good, though. That like, has to be normal. Yeah. Like, no, come on. It's normal. Um, yeah, do you want to get into your... My stomach problems? <laughs> okay, here's the thing that I have realized like I thought I was kind of alone with I'm having basically just like stomach issues I'm Mm -hmm. having food sensitivity like extreme bloating like all this stuff I think like I mean I've learned about this from other people too like my sister told me this like when you're age your stomach changes okay like I was the type as a child like I could eat anything Cajun crab three meals a day for a week straight and my stomach would never hurt my sister always had a sensitive stomach now I can like barely eat anything without getting a stomach ache and I think it has to do with aging um like my I've significantly changed what I eat since college like I mean we would literally eat like pounds of queso every day like I'm a queso queen I love queso not to say that I don't eat queso still like obviously I do but um it just like was not sustainable like how I was eating like I I mean your metabolism slows down not that that's like a factor but obviously you know that is but yeah my stomach issues have it's it's really frustrating too one thing I will say is a lot of modern medicine or not modern medicine but like I went to a GI specialist and I got tested for all these crazy things and all my tests came back negative and they were essentially like we can't help you anymore like you're gonna have to find someone that can do like these other tests and that's really, really frustrating to hear because, yeah. like, I so bad wanted one of those tests to maybe come back positive so I could fix something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm in the process of finding another doctor. But, like, having a medical professional say, like, we can't help you anymore, like, that's right. defeating. Right. I don't know. So that's how Eats With All like, comes in or, like, YouTube or TikTok, like, kind mm-hmm. of, like, for now until I can find another doctor, like, sustain what I'm doing now like an alternative medicine almost too yeah it's like a functional doctor is kind of what I'm leaning into next but um low FODMAP is what I've been doing so that's to begin to explain that like I don't know what I'm talking about so I don't want to like really because you're just learning about it you just found out yeah I like I mean I literally have garlic and onion on everything Mm -hmm. that is something that you can't eat with low FOD okay um, you can, like, Google a chart, like, low FODMAP. It'll tell you what's high FODMAP, what's low FODMAP. When I'm in the grocery store, I'll Google, like, is celery yeah. high FODMAP or something. Um, but onion and garlic, I've really been cutting out. So I would say, I don't know, like, your diet changes as you get older. And your taste in general, mm-hmm. too. But it's also really hard. Like, that's underrated. Like, 
I don't know. I've been having a hard time with like not being able to eat what I want because cooking is my hobby. Mm-hmm. So not being able to cook what I want and how I am used to cooking has been really hard for me. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it's cool to change, change, and like this isn't going to be forever. Just right. like kind of experiment. Um, so I, like a recipe that I've been making a ton mm-hmm. is spring rolls. I mean, I've had them like three nights this week i know i just <laughs> went to the asian market and picked up the, yeah one of the rice papers and yeah I, and i'm so excited i'm gonna make them shrimp spring rolls are my yeah. kryptonite obviously with peanut sauce my kryptonite. like i can't explain it like i they're just like it's all you know exactly what you're eating you're eating rice noodles you're eating cucumbers carrots mm-hmm. lettuce shrimp and then in the rice paper with peanut sauce like it's very simple it's whole foods mm-hmm. and i it's so good also, like, kind of doing, like, an inside-out spring roll and doing just, like, the rice noodles on a bed of lettuce with, like, mm-hmm. the peanut sauce and the shrimp, like, kind of making a salad out of it. Okay. Um, it's interesting, but without the stomach issues in mind, like, first of all, normalized stomach issues. Like, everyone, most people have them. Honestly, yeah. A lot of our, yeah, just, like, friends. Or friends. And it's really frustrating when yeah. you can't figure out what's wrong with you. So, I'm like, glad you I'm, felt comfortable telling people that though because yeah obviously i can tell like i'm your friend like it is frustrating and yeah. sad to watch but i feel like a lot of people can relate too and it's not i mean i think it's more talked about now with like tiktok and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it, i don't think it was ever i mean i don't remember it being that no. talked about before right. like stomach issues are really suck because i like what is the order i eat no i live to eat i don't eat to live like eating is like my shit yeah you love it and i want to eat what i want to eat and it's something you do every single day yeah so, so like, you want to enjoy it it affects your whole life exactly you, know? you don't want to just day like to day life, I guess. eat to eat like i want to enjoy what i'm eating i would pick my ideal friday night is all of our friends getting together going to on a food adventure going to a, a fun restaurant like we went to dim sum this morning so good so good so good um, but that's my ideal thing. Like on the weekends, I want to hang out with my friends and I want to go eat. Go get food. a good dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And like not being able to do that is really hard and it's a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like you can fix things. I feel like this so, is new for you too. So obviously oh, like, yeah. going through it and like learning is probably yeah. really tough. But once you get it down, it'll be like mm-hmm. a whole new Exactly. It was, I feel like it started this summer. Like, I would yep. have stomach issues with, like, stuffing my face with queso. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have stomach issues doing that, like, good for you. <laughs> um, but, like, I think it started this summer after we went to Europe. I think I yeah. came back. I Again, I still don't know what's wrong with me, so I don't want to give any advice, but something something happened there. We'll keep you updated. Yeah, we'll keep you updated on this journey. Okay, uh, I do have some guest questions i ask okay. are you ready yes <laughs> i'm nervous okay so sorry i didn't mean to like cut you off either <laughs> no i'm like i don't need to talk about my stomach issues let's let's do let's talk about something positive <laughs> okay what is the weirdest scar you have and how did you get it oh my gosh okay i don't know if you can still see it because i have like crusty self-tanner on <laughs> but i i had this Basically, when I was like, this is so stupid that I did this. Basically, when I was like 15 or something, 13, I put my arm over and down on the rice cooker while it was cooking on the steam vent. And I got a third degree burn, maybe third, second, I don't know what the difference between those two is, on my arm in the shape of a bow tie. Shut up. Yes. And I mean, you can't see it right now because I, again, crusty cell tanner alert. Um, but yeah, weird scar. Mm-hmm. I would say that's what it comes to mind. Okay. What is your reoccurring dream? If you have one, <laughs> if not, then just what's a dream you've remembered? Okay. This is so weird. Um, <laughs> my friend Casey's definitely not watching this, but a shout out Casey for some reason. Casey's the best guy. So sweet. So nice. I grew up with him. Like one of my really good friends. I have this reoccurring dream that he's going to kill me. And it's really <laughs> weird. And I tell him all the time. Like, I wake up and I'm like, you ch- like tell him. I don't know. It's happened like four or five times. Oh, my God. Weird. I know. It's really, really weird. Um, but I just have a weird dream that he's, like, chasing me. You have this underlying And there's, like, fear. animals in it. I don't know. It's always weird. It's, like, so weird. Poor Casey. He would never do that. So, like, I don't want him to. Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> Okay, thank you for sharing that. And then, 
What is one of your nicknames and where did it come from? Okay, I feel like as a person, I don't have that many nicknames because my name kind of sounds like a nickname. Edie Flood or Flood? Like Edie. Like it sounds like <laughs> it's short for something, but it's not. Oh, yeah. But like Edie. <laughs> Edie Flood. <laughs> no. You have so many nicknames. I have one nickname that really comes to mind is my parents have called me Weed ever since yeah. I was a baby, which questionable my mom will be like weed in the middle of school i'm like you can't just scream that like mom's british by the way that's why she did that yeah and she's she'll be like weed i'm like you they think i'm like smoking weed or something you can't say that but um i guess it's because i like grew like a weed which what does that mean i don't know a weed like so my parents say you i grew like a weed but like isn't a weed a bad thing so like why are they telling me that no it's like i think it's like fast fast. like but like i'm literally like weed five Four. like i'm not really growing that fast here um but yeah they call me weed so then that's led to like weed weedy yeah we call you weedy just weed which is like so strange but sure i like it yeah i, don't I love know. the family ties okay last question you said that you have a food account where can the followers <laughs> follow you and find you what's your at um it is at floods foods but we like to call it Fluids Foods because it like, kind of rhymes. Let me just preface that like I, I don't put the recipes on there. <laughs> like everyone always says like, how do you make this? It's purely for like inspo. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I made this. Like, But it all looks so nice. So like, you yeah. can just follow it because it looks... But amazing. it's also like if someone was like, what is this recipe? Like they can text me and I will t- like, I don't really, it's all my friends that follow it. So if someone wants to know the recipe like i'll tell them what to make what to do but you gotta start a tiktok or something chef up i'm way too awkward for that (laughs) like i can't also like my you can't look at my kitchen after i cook poor (laughs) poor poor nolan it's like really bad in there Uh, um but yeah floods foods i guess okay just for some food inspo love it well thank you very much for being on thank you avery i had had so much fun fun. oh (laughs) We gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, you guys.